As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the Envious Alien Podcast with your host, Heather Woodward, an award-winning psychic, supernatural author, and lover of all things true crime. On this show, we're going to deep dive into topics that don't usually see the light of day. The spooky, the weird, the macabre, the paranormal, and of course, aliens. Sit back, grab a cup of tea, and let's get on with the show. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. This is my boyfriend. His name is Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. What? 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 <laughs> what? What am I supposed to say? My name is Chris. Anyway, he's stoned, and he's going to watch the second episode of Unidentified. He was on the last podcast, and he had about a minute's worth of time. Because he didn't know what to say, and he's not sure about this show. And neither am I. But it's getting good reviews, and it's, it looks like a lot of people are talking about it on Twitter, and there's all kinds of stuff about it. Is Elizondo real? Is he not real? Did he really work for the group he says he worked for? Etc. Etc. Exactly. So, we're going to watch it, and he's going to give his honest review. So, how much do you know about the show? Not a whole lot. This is the show about the Tic Tac. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so we're going to press play, and then we're going to watch it, and then he's going to give his honest opinion. And all I can say about it is, is it just feels like an extension of the last episode, and we get to meet a few people that are pretty cool, and we get to learn a little bit more about the program, and Chris Mullen is in it, and... Yeah, so here we go. Oh yeah, this episode is called Raining UFOs. It's not raining men today, it's raining UFOs. Okay, so there's some stuff online, mostly on Twitter, that's where I hang out. There's lots of conversation about whether Elizondo was was really in this program for eight years and and if he's really part of it or if he's part of a misinformation campaign. Who knows? He seems serious to me. He seems legit. Um, I think what's important is that we have identified some very, very interesting anomalous um, type of aircraft. Let's call them aircraft. Things that don't have um, <coughs> any obvious flight surfaces, any obvious forms of propulsion. 
and maneuvering in ways um, that include extreme maneuverability beyond, uh, I would submit, the healthy G-forces of, uh, of a human or anything biological, uh, hypersonic velocities, low observability, um, positive lift, again, seemingly in, in defying the laws of aerodynamics. I mean, I don't feel like he's lying. I don't feel like there's anything going on here. I everything here is on the up and up. I put my entire career on the line because I believe in what I believe in. He ran the Pentagon's top secret UFO program. They tracked 100 of these things. Leading a team of government insiders. People from the CIA, the Department of Defense, all wanted to be a part of this. Who for the first time have come out of the shadows to reveal what they know. I don't really care if it's a threat, it's a threat. Unidentified inside America's UFO investigation, Friday, May 31st at 10. So what do you think of this guy so far? So far we've, we've talked to this Kevin Day guy and he's in Oregon and he's kind of hiding out. And what was he again? He was... Some high-ranking official on the, on the Princeton. On the Princeton. Was, radar. He did radar. He was a, but he had a high, high ranker. All these little Tic Tacs showed up and they hundreds were... Hundreds of UFOs. Hundreds. That's what he said. Did he say hundreds? He said hundreds of UFOs. And they were dropping out of the sky at like seven-eighths of a second? 44,000 miles. Okay, so what do you think of his story? Like, what do you think of him? Like, what's your... Since you've been in the Marines, like... I like, believe he believes his story. It's hard to say. Sounds like he's not lying. Does he seem legit, though? I mean, I guess. I, I mean, he doesn't say, He really believes what he's saying, so... Because I've never heard of a UFO story like that, where there's there's more than one, and they're actually raining down in the sky and then they tried to intercept them with jets and then that's where that one tic-tac video shows up that we see all the time but like what do you think these ufos are doing just sitting out there hundreds of them maybe they're just gauging our reaction do you think that they're from another country or do you think they're actual like aliens or from another planet or or what's your hypothesis on it? It's not indigenous to this planet. You don't think so? No. But what do you think there are? Something otherworldly. I wonder if there's other sightings like this that we just don't know about. Google it. I have Googled it. That's what I'm asking. I wonder if there is because there's no... I've never heard of this. And I keep track of all this stuff. Like, I literally have... Google uh, alerts for this and I go on Twitter all the time and I've watched just about every show on the subject and I've never seen anything like this. Me either. So we're in commercial now, and Elizondo has talked to Chris Mellon, and indeed, allegedly, his conspiracy reports and the audios and the transcriptions for what happened with the the ringing tic tacs. It's all missing. Weird. Do you think that they intentionally pulled it? Oh, well, maybe it's the MIB got them. I think it's the MIB. Maybe. 
All right. So, what are you thinking of this episode so far? We're we're 22 minutes in, by the way. It's interesting. I give it that. It's leaving me wanting more. Really? Yeah. More of what? More information. It's not other than a couple of dots on the screen. And the repeat of the same thing over and over again. The dots, you mean? No, the way they, they're just rehashing. It's like they didn't have enough product to make the film. So they just repeat the same things over and over again to fill time. <laughs> yeah, this is supposed to be a six-part series. Yeah, it's going to get long. Do you think it's going to get long? <laughs> yeah. That was my dog snorting, and my dog thinks so, too. My dog thinks it's pretty long. I had the same issue. I had to watch the first episode three times because I was like, where is this going? This feels just like an infomercial or a commercial for Tic Tacs in the sky. Like, I want to believe. I think this is information that needs to be out there. I truly feel like it's, it's something that we all need to hear. It's part of disclosure, all that stuff. But at the same time, I feel like it is so dry. Is that the word? It's not very exciting. I'm not taking a seat going, well, what are they going to say next? <laughs> yeah, you too. That's what I think. Are you interested in the subject at least? Of course. What? Okay, what could have made it better? More footage of the saucer. Honestly, I don't think they have more footage of the saucer. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said it leaves me one thing. Do you think this should have been just like a two-hour special or something like that? Maybe a couple half hours. A couple of half hours. So, like. <laughs> and, I mean, unless they got some fantastic new evidence, this is getting pretty stale. That's kind of how I felt, too. I think I put on Twitter. So, we're still talking about the TikTok <laughs> because that's truly how I feel. And again, this is something really interesting, and it's nice to hear all these, these Navy people and these high, or higher officials talk about this stuff. And it was it was interesting about the the raining UFOs. I've never heard of that before. That's just amazing. It makes me wonder what they are. But then I'm kind of thinking: Is it AI? Are they drones? Is this something the government is working on, and we just don't know about it? Is it the Chinese, the Russians? What do you think? I think they're trying to scare us, our own peoples. Just a minute ago, you said it was from another planet. No, no. I mean, if, if it's not a UFO. I wouldn't put it past our government to have some kind of reverse engineered bullshit and would test that out over cities to scare people and something that would scare people. Well, Elizondo did say on uh, Tucker, that show on Fox News and not, I know he's not on Fox News, he's on the Fox Channel, I think. I don't know. I, I try not to watch Fox. I'm not there emotionally or mentally. I'm smarter than that, but. He was saying, well, Tucker asked him, do you think they have one of these things? He says, I have an NDA and I don't want to ruin that. But yes, the answer is yes. I think it's highly unlikely that a foreign adversary was successful in developing something like this. So let me ask you one last question. Do you believe, based on your decade of of serving in the U.S. government on, on this question, that the U.S. government has in its possession any material from one of these aircrafts? Oh, um, I, I do, yes. You think the U.S. government has 
debris from a UFO in its possession right I, now. Unfortunately, Tucker, I, I really have to be careful of my NDA. I really can't go into a lot of more detail than that. Okay. But uh, simply put, yes. What do you think of that? I think if that's true, it's pretty freaking awesome. I think the government knows what it is. Of course, the government's so corrupt. They don't, don't tell you. They don't tell you the truth. Oh, it's aliens. You always think it's aliens. Well, we're going to get back to the show. The next segment of this, we find out that there's this other guy, and he's another witness, and he talks to... I can't remember the guy's name. I can't remember the guy's name either, but... um. Anyway, Chris Mullen goes and interviews him, and basically he says that he was asked. Some people in some helicopters basically came in on board. They're in a ship, right? He's on the Princeton team, from what I remember. He was in this plane that took all the information from the, the planes, all the talking that was recorded. They took it all, and then he had to erase what was left. Right, so they had they basically just wiped the information clean. They took the info and cleared it out. And then he was asked by Chris Mellon if that has ever happened before, and he said never. There were some other people that were there, but they said that they never wanted to talk about it, never wanted to hear from him again. So, like, we don't talk about this. What what happens in Tic Tac Club stays in Tic Tac Club. We don't talk about it, right? That's right. That's right. Tic Tac Club. Hashtag Tic Tac Club. So what do you think? I think these people really believe what they're saying, as of now. I, mean, I could go either way. What do you think of the government coming in, the, these these people in this black helicopter coming and taking the information? It might be. It might be. Do you think it's something top secret, like, that the government I is working on? I think it's every time our government captures some kind of UFO, they reverse engineer that sucker and then test it on us. Is there a growing corpus of evidence, not drunk people on a lonely rural road at three in the morning, but sober military pilots saying something that we can't explain is happening? That is correct. You're talking about individuals who have very high security clearances. They are trained observers. We've actually paid them and put them through schools to be trained and very keen observers uh, to scrutinize what they're seeing. Uh, these are individuals who we trust to fly uh, weapons platforms, sometimes with live munitions, over U.S. cities and to fight and win wars on our behalf. And they're reporting to us that they're seeing something that they can't explain. And it's also being backed up by the video evidence and the radar data. So we find out that Catalina is a hotbed for activity. A lot of people see stuff out there. And Elizondo goes to Santa Catalina Island, and we find out that it's only 47 miles from L.A. I mean, you can get there pretty quick. An hour from Vandenberg Air Force Base. Yeah, about an hour from Vandenberg. Aren't we close to Vandenberg Air Force Base? Two hours away. That's what I thought. We're really close. We see black helicopters out here, which is really, really weird and creepy, I have to tell you. They're super quiet. They're super creepy. They just creep up on you. Yes. Yes, they do. Have you seen anything out here since you've lived out here in the middle of nowhere? Just those helicopters. I've seen stuff out here. I saw a green light go over our place once. But anyway, we're on Santa Catalina, and Elizondo there is with some woman, and they're talking about the UFO sightings there, and he's trying to figure out if this is a place, like a hotbed, if there's something there. And basically, the lady says... It's a cool place because you're very close to like LA. You're close to San Diego. You're you're close to a co like a 
metropolitan area, but you're also far away enough where you could watch without, like, causing a lot of issues or people wouldn't really notice it. Then Elizondo at the end says that he has to be careful what he says. He says it a lot, by the way, in his interviews and on the show, because he does have an NDA. So he said that, you know, he does know some information about Catalina, and there are some antennas out there that look like that they are from the government. So that's very interesting to me, because what are they doing in Catalina? I mean, I assume they're doing missile stuff, because Point Magoo is, like, right around here, too, isn't it? It's pretty close there. Yeah. Yeah, it's like three hours away, and they test missiles out there. Yes, they do. I'm sure there's something, and maybe they're just doing... So, next segment, Elizondo talks to Chris Mellon, and he used to work for Lockheed, and he was part of some top-secret stuff for Lockheed, so we can't talk about that. No one can talk about anything on this show, by the way. Everybody's NDA'd and secreted. But I hear. But I hear things. Yes, everybody just hears things, or allegedly. My conspiracy, allegedly. Right? He says that they might have been doing something like this, but not this itself. And it doesn't look like anything that he knows about. Also, he made a good point. They wouldn't be doing this kind of testing around ships or around jets unless they did some arranging with the Navy. So, like, everybody would be on board with it. They would know that there was going to be some testing happening they might not know exactly what's being tested, but they would say something. They put out a memo, basically. It says, hey, we're going to be testing some things. If you see some things in the sky right now, just ignore it. But that did not happen. So Chris Mellon and Elizondo both don't think that this had anything to do with UF top secret aircraft. Because that's where I was going with it. I was like, well, maybe they're doing these these tests and no one knows about it. So the MIB is coming in or even it's maybe it's just top secret people. People with more clearance are coming in and grabbing the information and grabbing the tapes and, and saying, erase all this. You're not supposed to know about this. That's what, that's where I was going with it. But I guess they just said that that would never happen. Like, what are your thoughts on it? I think they're taking all the information. They don't want us knowing. They came in, they take, and disappear. So they do. Do you think it's U.S. or, or do you think it's something else? This particular one, is I, I don't think it's us. It's too fast. Because you were talking about reverse engineering before. You yeah, don't... yeah, well, I know that. They probably have done that, but to be able to drop to drop 28,000 miles an hour, I don't think we have that yet. Okay, so this one in particular you don't think is, is reverse engineered. Yeah. yeah, I'm wondering if this is something they didn't know it was going to happen, and they're like, oh, shit. It also could be another country. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think so? They wouldn't get that close to the sh- the shore, you don't think? Because the Russians do come up on our shore sometimes. They do have, or they did have, submarines near the coast of Florida before. We've caught them. I mean, Point Magoo, if they're doing something on Santa Catalina, it could be something from them, or I don't know, maybe even the Chinese. I've never heard of the Chinese actually having submarines out here, but... But they, they have caught the Russians. Okay, so what did you think of, of the last part of the show? I think it could get interesting, but I'd have to see more. 
It's, they're not showing very much, and it's just a lot of people kind of just guessing what it could be. I'd like to see more proof, less showboating. They're kind of alluding to a lot of things without actually yeah, saying it. You, exactly. They're leading you to, to see or believe something they want you to see or believe. They're, like, speculating a lot, basically. They're leading us on. Sort of. Yeah. Haven't seen anything revealing yet. Do you think that they know what's going on and they just can't say it? I think they think they know what's going on, but if they're moving that fast, <laughs> how could you know? Because it seems like a lot of these people have NDAs or or they're just under top secret and they, they can't really tell you what's going on, so they're trying to tell you what's going on without telling you what's going on. Yeah, I know. So it kind of leaves you like, huh? What, what am I supposed to get out of this? So do you want to watch the show more? I might give it another chance. Maybe. Yeah, he seemed a little bored, like, right about the 30-minute mark. Basically, at the end of the show, like, the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes, is, is basically them saying, they're showing this map, and it's just, like, never-before-seen map. But I've seen this map before. Like, if you're in the UFO community at all, you have seen maps similar to this or like this. Or, like, you could draw your own conclusions if you if you look at the data yourself. So I wasn't really, like, that hyped about this crazy map they're talking about. But anyway, basically, it shows that there's a correlation between, like, you know, these kinds of, of sightings and they're near Air Force bases or they're near places where supposedly it's top secret or the defense is there. So they shouldn't be able to be getting in these areas. I didn't figure this out till just now. It's called the Nimitz. Oh, the Nimitz incident. If they're able to get into this airfield, then they can get anywhere. And they're alluding to the fact that if we don't figure out what it is, then we're screwed. And we're kind of going like the whole war of the world's angle here, like the day the earth stood still kind of thing. We're like going in that direction now with the show, which I don't know. I don't know if that's a scare tactic or if they actually know something. So I'm on the fence about that part of it. Is that what we're supposed to take from this? And they're also alluding to the fact that maybe this could be Russia or China. Then then how is that that possible that they have this technology? And if they do, then what do we then we need to get on board and do something about it? But I have a feeling we do know about it. I just have a feeling that these people don't know that we know. Or maybe they do know. Maybe that's the whole point of this. It's like, hey, get on board and do something about it. I'm not sure. It's just getting a little a little Orwellian here, and I'm just not sure about that aspect of it. Yeah. So maybe we'll see in the next episode. The next episode, they're going to latitude and longitudes of where these, these sightings are, and they're going to give us more information. So I feel like they're spoon-feeding us information in episodes that are kind of elongated and don't need to be. I think we could have covered this whole topic in a couple of episodes. We don't need a six-part series. Unless there's something that I just don't know about, and like episode four, they're gonna drop some bombshell or like they're you know saving the best for last. But as as it's going now, it's a little slow and it's again I feel like we're we're being spoon fed shit that could have just sort of come together in a couple episodes. Thank you for listening to the Envious Aliens podcast. 
The show notes for this episode are located at podcast.mvsaliens.com. If you like the podcast, share it on social media. And as always, see you on the flip side. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.